mute button on in your app thing thing about oh, here. all right yeah i had to change it so right now we're actually, hey we're actually live how you doing dan how's hey. everything oh, doing great how are you guys we're doing, we're good. We're doing good we're doing good sweet thanks, thanks for being here Dean. Appreciate it. this is like two months in the making right heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got zeke in the back he's a huge fan Great roster. We got Mike. Me, I'm just an idiot. I have no idea what you guys talk about, but I'm here to entertain you guys. <laughs> but I understand you make a mean cocktail, though. Oh, I can make a mean drink. You ever come to right. you you want... come to New York? You'll you'll leave nice and lumped up. Trust You're me. not gonna leave straight up, man. <laughs> and, uh, and today was sponsored by Espelon, <laughs> and I'm gonna have a few drinks while we talk. All right, do what you gotta do. <laughs> All right, so guys, let's get Ready? started. So this is Mike and Rob Presents. Mm -hmm. uh, another Rocker Mike and Rob Presents episode. Rocker Mike, this is Rob. Special guest today is Dean McNeil, right there in the right box. And, and Ezekiel Zagar from uh, the HR band, HR from the Bad Brains. We had Ezekiel on a couple weeks ago. He's back, and we're happy he's here. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Okay, so today we're talking to Dean about his book, Okay. Uh, I've read a lot of books about Bob Marley over the years. This book is called The Bible and Bob Marley, Half the Story Has Never Been Told. And right off the bat, this is, this is the most unique book I've ever read on Bob Marley. Okay. Uh, basically, it deals with his lyrics, uh, how he came up with them, how he used the Bible for these to get these lyrics and the ideas for the lyrics and um dean wrote this book i think in 2013 it came out right dean that's right yeah okay. um so it's now a few years for, for some reason uh it was off my radar i, I didn't discover it till about a year ago but i've i've read it like three times already and it's it's like every time i read it i'm learning something else Okay. That's fantastic. I really appreciate yeah, it. I mean, it really is an eye-opening book. And um, what I want to say also is today is September 23rd. And it is the 40th anniversary of the very last concert that Bob Marley did in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 40 years ago today was the last concert he performed in. And then he passed away shortly after that. Um there's some interesting things. We looked up the set list, okay, for this show. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to go over some of the songs on the set list and talk about how Bob came up with the lyrics of some of these songs. And some of these songs you already covered in your book, and we're going to go over that too. But the first thing I want to get into with you, Dean, is uh, this book is dedicated to your brother Scott. Can you tell us about that a little bit? I know it's a very personal thing. Yeah, absolutely. That was the whole impetus behind this book. So my brother and I, growing up in Connecticut, we used to love uh, skiing, going to Woodbury Ski and Racket Club, and going to reggae festivals there. Right. We, we saw a lot of the, the, the big names back in the day. Um, we're talking back in the 80s. Um, sure. Black Uhuru and... Uh, and Burning Spear and Third World and, and you name it. And uh, so long story short, my brother and I, we used to take a lot of road trips up to Vermont to go skiing. 
and uh, we would just discuss Bob's lyrics. My, my brother was a fanatic about Bob Marley. He yeah. really tuned into Bob's message. He really understood Bob's emphasis on life and living this life and experiencing it and, and not putting your hopes in an afterlife, right? Because that was the, the story that the colonial church was trying to sell to the to the oppressed people right. like, oh, you're going to suffer in this life, but don't worry, you're going to get your reward in the afterlife. Now, Bob was setting everybody straight that this life is to be lived. And my brother really, really grasped onto that. And he actually taught me a lot. He was six years younger. And I'm, I'm talking about um, a kid who was 16 years old when he got killed in a car crash. Yeah. Uh, he was a passenger in a car. And uh, and that was really tough, right? So uh, a tragic event for the whole family. And we ended up leveraging Marley's music really to get through it because that was my brother's favorite musician. And I tell you, throughout the years, so many of the conversations he and I had would just come to my mind. And I would say, you know, you know he would be asking me questions, right? And, and then I would be asking him questions and we would bounce things off of one another. And for years, you know, I was digging in and, and trying to find answers, even to these questions that were unanswered. We're talking 20 years of research from 1991, right? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, he was the, the motivating factor of this whole uh, enterprise that became the Bible and Bob Marley, the first book that really digs into and explores that part of Marley. That's the half of the the story that's never been told. Everybody knows the rock star and all the glitz and glamour and all the, you know, wives and children and the herb and, and you name it. But nobody right. talks about the centrality of the Bible, which was as important to him as his guitar. I mean, literally, Marley is entombed with the Bible in one hand and his Gibson guitar in the other. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And it was the funny thing where they tried to yeah. assassinate him. Think about how strong he was that they tried to assassinate him. Absolutely. In, in 1976, in December, and there was a big political campaign going on there um, between, you know, the, the PNP and the JLP, the rival factions, and both sides wanted Bob to get on board with, with their message. And he wasn't trying to have any of that because Rasta is beyond all of that, right? Rasta is, is a liberty and they don't get entangled with isms and schisms. And, uh, but he did agree to do a peace concert, right? Uh, to, to bring peace to these warring clans that, you know, the, the politicians would basically bribe these ghetto youths, these impoverished youths with, with guns and, and money and, and recruit them to be gangs on behalf of these political parties. Of course, the JLP, right, backed by the United know. States. <laughs> yep, you said it. And also, Bob said it on record first. Yes. Rasta don't work for no CIA. CIA, right, right. right. Yeah, he, he was the first to go on record with that, you know, literally. And uh, so he was caught up in that. And um, that was in December. And uh, the two days later, he did he went through with the concert. I mean, now, it was now like, think, yeah. think about it, Dean. Uh, you know, kind of elaborating on what Rob said. He must have been such a strong man of faith yeah. to, to, to go ahead after being shot a couple of times, okay, surviving that, and then going on, like, what was it, maybe three, four days later and do the show. Two days later. Two days later, uh, excuse me, to do the show. And, yeah. uh, you know, he what he did is he, on stage at one point, he actually brought the two sides together, the two leaders together. Oh, yeah. They shook hands. 
Well, that was 1978. That was two years later when he did that. So basically, after the, sh the shooting in December, that was a December 3rd, right? He did the yeah. Smile Jamaica concert. Um, Smile Jamaica concert was the name of it, actually, December 5th. And then he hightailed it out of there, went first to Nassau, Bahamas, then right. to London, right? Yep. Where you get the punky reggae party going on. Yeah, and, yes, uh, his he, album was written there. Yeah. He was about a year and a half in London. And then yeah. he came back in 78 to do the One Love Peace concert where he did unite the two parties, which was a small miracle in and of itself. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about uh, your book here a little bit more in depth. Um, one thing you talk about is in the lyrics, there's either allusions to the Bible or quotations from the Bible. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's the two ways that Bob Marley used the Bible to get his lyrics. Am I right in that, sort of? Yeah, I mean, that's what I did. What I did is I classified them as such. So a quotation is, is what you would think. It's a very strong correlation. You've got, you know, three to five, you know, words like verbatim, you know, it, it's pretty obvious. Illusions are a little bit harder to identify, but they're still pretty discernible. Right. Uh, so I looked at those and I, and I looked at, you know, what were the books in the Bible that were most meaningful to Marley because they appeared most often in his lyrics. And then I got into the fact that he wasn't just quoting these lyrics, but he was actually interpreting the Bible and that yes. his interpretation is of value to the world of academia, which is why my book is so academic. I wanted to come out with making an academic impact first yeah. before, uh, although it is so accessible to so many people. I mean, I get notes from you know high school kids and you know retirees, people of all ages, people of all backgrounds. So it's really great that it's a broad kind of appeal. But I did want to specifically make sure that everything was footnoted to make sure people realize because this was the first book of its kind. I wanted people to say, "Hey, wait a minute." This guy's not making this stuff up. I mean, it's all backed up. It's no, you, you, you put, there's footnotes yeah. all over the book. Let me I mean, tell you, there's nothing like your book. Like it's a very unique book. It's like motherfucker, look at this fucking book. This is, <laughs> how many people get fucked up and oh. write this book? I would have been smoking a doobie and writing. This is what I think, you fucks. <laughs> but, well, it, it took it took twenty years of research and four years of writing. So wow, for such a yeah, small book, but I, I try to pack a lot into a small because I myself don't like big books. Yeah, right. So I wanted to write no, a book that I would want to read. It's it's, an, it's an easy read. It's like one hundred and seventy pages. It's not a kill, yeah. you know. But dude, yeah. it took ten years for Mike to turn into a vegetarian. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna eat a steak. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Now, Dean. Um, you talk in the book about a lot, a lot, a lot of his lyrics come from proverbs, which is kind of the wisdom quotes, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, when they, when just to be a little more specific, so people understand, because I don't know how many listeners actually read the Bible. I'm yeah. sure quite a few do, but you know, when people talk about the wisdom part of the Bible, you're generally talking about Psalms and proverbs. Yeah. Ecclesiastes, Job, Sirach, and the wisdom of Solomon, right? Dude, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Dude, but well, I, know, I know that much. What's the gospel of Tashi? He got killed by CIA. <laughs> I'm just saying, people don't want to hear it, but he was Who's killed. Who's that, Tosh? Did you say Peter Tosh? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He was yeah, we did a show think on about it about two months ago. That guy getting yeah. killed the way he did, no. 
That was the opera. Yeah. That was scam, man. Yo, I can tell you something. Yeah. Um, Peter Tosh's bass player. His bass player was on tour with Andrew Tosh on Peter's song. Yeah, right Peter after, song. Right after Peter Tosh had been unveiled. And um, he said that what happened was that Bob and Peter were in a, driving in a car and they got stopped by the police and Bob had a gun on him. And he gave, he, he had, they had a roadie in the back and he said, please take the gun and I will take care of your family because they're going to fuck with me because I'm Bob Marley and they yeah, want to yeah. arrest me. And the guy said, okay. He went into jail. He stayed for 10 years in jail. Right. Bob passed away and he came back out and he said, he went to Peter and said, you owe me. Yeah. You didn't take care of my I've heard family. this. Yeah. Yes. This is, this is um, Peter's bass player telling me that. So the guy went back and went to the elders and they chanted Naya Bingi all night. And then the next day they went and they wanted money from Peter. Yeah. And Peter said he had no money and they didn't believe him. And they shot Bad. Yeah. That's a tragedy. That's, That's a tragedy. tragedy. Peter Todd was a tragedy. Yep, yep. But just, just uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Ezekiel. You know Ezekiel um, Dean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Great Ezekiel. So yeah, I I um, love Bob Marley. I found out about Bob Marley when I was very young because I was into punk rock, and um, you know we listened to HR, and then later I toured with HR. This was like in 1982. Okay, so. After you know loving HR, finding out who he loved was Bob Marley. So finding his music, just like you, Dean, it started to um, yeah, Dean, it started to heal me, like from my wounds and my scars. And so I wanted to research, just like you. So I didn't. I have dyslexia. I didn't. I don't read too well. I was been able to be on tour with a lot of the musicians that knew Bob, and so I asked all of them, like, tell me stories about Bob, and um, you know. They have all kinds of stories about them, and um, I can't wait to read your book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lend them my copy. Dean, I gotta read your book because I'm fascinated. Like, when you write a book like that, I gotta read it, coach. But I will ask you for an autographed copy later on. Absolutely, because <laughs> you're gonna be huge with this day. This is big. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've been urged to do an audio book version of it too, which I think I'm you should. You should do it. You should. Absolutely. All a matter of time. <laughs> and if you don't feel like doing it, me and Rob will do it for you, man. Oh, boy, that'll be interesting. <laughs> you do not want me to do it because there'll be a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you know, you could, you could do the California version. We'll do the New York version, you know? Sounds yeah. good. I like it. <laughs> All right, so getting back to this. Now, um, another thing that you quote, you talk about as far as quotations is Pauline quotations, which would be yeah. St. Paul. That's um, right. Um, for instance, uh, Rasta Man Vibration. Yep. That to be a Pauline quotation, right? Positive vibration. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got Paul quotes all over that album, actually. Right. So the two albums that Marley quotes Paul on are Rasta Man Vibration and Exodus. And Exodus. It's very because Paul, Paul was a beleaguered, you know, early, you know member of this movement right this movement of christ people right 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 yeah that were trying to be stamped out by the romans yeah. and he had to speak in code about the romans so the early christians spoke in code they called rome babylon 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 yeah right, right back to that because babylon was the ancient enemy of israel that right. destroyed yeah. jerusalem in 587 and nothing right. was 
same ever since. They they took them they took them out. They took them prisoner, right? Absolutely, they took them into captivity. It's called the Babylonian captivity. Yes. You know, and, I have a question for him. Dean. Yeah. So to me, one of the biggest by my I love concrete jungle. Yeah. To me, concrete jungle means everything. Like when he wrote that, like I feel like he was talking to me. And he's talking about the concrete fucking jungle, and it was like, holy shit. You're in New York. I'm in New York, and yeah. I thought it was well, one he of was, the, He was talking about. It. I I was like, wow, concrete, like yeah. that song. Yeah. To this day, I could listen to that, yeah. and it talked to me. It, it talks to everybody because no no chains around my feet, but I'm yeah. not free. No chain, yeah. Right, and, and so we all are are suffering from this, even if it's just mental slavery, right? As he talks about, and that quotes Marcus Garvey, by the way. A lot of people don't realize. Yes, yes, Garvey another another is. important Rastafari figure. Club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he's considered kind of like the John the Baptist, right? Yes, well, he, 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 he led he led the way prior to His Majesty Haile Selassie the first. He, yeah. he predicted in coming. You know, he told he told black people look for a, a king to come to come out of the east from Africa, yeah. and in a few years, 1930. Nineteen thirty, King of Kings, King of Lord of Lords. Yep, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Dean, I'm the King of Kiva. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're just getting lumped up and nothing else. I love that. I love that you say that. <laughs> so, Dean, where are you hailing from? I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut. I used to oh, go to yeah. shows in the city. I used to do gigs in New Haven. I'm a drummer. Where What's are that? you now? I'm in Los Angeles. I've been here. So okay. long, wow. I've so gone it's burning up up there, right? It certainly is. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. yeah. Crazy. Can I ask you a weird question? I went to New Heaven. I went to New Heaven, Connecticut, years ago for yeah. WrestleMania ten, with Lawrence Taylor for Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, in a weird arena with a heart. Oh, it might have been hard for, but Connecticut yeah. is a very small town. But I found some of the best parts that day the best pizza i know that <laughs> let me tell you i was talking to some dude as this jamaican guy hey man you want some yeah and the guy <laughs> showed me some shit that i was i was a trans i'm yeah. just amazing i was hallucinating it was the best weed i ever had in my life <laughs> well that's good I'm, i i guess i gotta say i'm proud of him yeah, that's <laughs> right. my people. And I was like, what the hell are you doing in, in Connecticut? In Connecticut. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a buck. No, you but it's good. Everybody, you know, everybody would say, oh, you got to see Markham. You got to see Markham. Yeah, all right. Let's go see it. I have a question for you, Dean, about the book. Um, you obviously, you know, you use the Bible. You know, you really got deep into it. Did you think of using any of the Ethiopian texts? Ooh. Possibly like the Book of Enoch or the Book of Jubilees. Do you think Bob used any of those in his for his lyrics? Uh, yeah, actually, I do reference uh, some of those. So, um, oh, you do? Okay, yeah, yeah. Wisdom of Solomon is is, is one that's well, uh, that's right. That's that's in the Ethiopian text. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. The, the Ethiopian Orthodox Church has more books. Eighty one, uh, I think. Eighty two, eighty one. Yeah, they, they, their Bible is the biggest. It is most and, complete. Uh, and then comes the Catholic Bible, and then the Protestant, right? Because they took stuff out that they didn't like, right? Right. But do you, do you think, like, you know, was there examples of him referencing, say, the Book of Enoch? I don't recall any songs, but maybe you would know. I 
nothing comes to mind, but I was certainly open to, to everything as I was doing my analysis, right? Like it was really striking uh, his interest in, in wisdom literature, in Paul's letters, and then even in um, the parts of the gospels that uh, scholars suspect come from early wisdom sources, like the sayings of Jesus, things that are in Matthew and, and in Luke, right? Because right. they write on a common source of sayings uh, that scholars refer to as Q. Um, all of this was fascinating to me as I kept digging and digging, and I really let the data drive the analysis and where I was going with the songs I was covering. I settled on 12 songs, right. which is a great, great biblical number, right? Like and, uh, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay, um, let's talk about this set list. I'm going to read some of these oh. songs off here. What a great is tonight. Before you guys sign me up, man. What a great set. Yeah. How powerful did Bob sound? He had just collapsed in Central Park two days prior to this right. show. And he bounced back to do this show. Oh, I mean, it was like, you know what? That's what you know. You got the um, you got the gods on your side. You're fucked up uh, one day, and then you come back and you speak the truth. And well, guess what? Everybody's gonna hear you. And people hate to hear the truth with this new. With this new, um, the way we live in now, people hate to hear the truth. The truth is there, but nobody want to listen to it. People want to be like, oh. And I'm like, people, shut the fuck up and listen. And this playlist, motherfucker, is one of the best. He's, take he's, take he's, it away, Rob. He, yes. started, he started off the set. I'm going to read this off. He started off the set list uh, with Natural Mystic. He came out, he did that. Bam. Great song. Positive yeah. vibration, and then burning and looting from the first album. Then, America burning and looting then, right then, now. Then, then belly. <laughs> Forty years later. What's that? Forty years later, and this set list as is as applicable now more it so is. than this ever. Is amazing. Yes, it, it is amazing. It is fucking yeah. amazing. It is. He did uh, the fourth song was "Them Belly Full But We Hungry." Then he did the Heathen. Then he did Running Away. Then he did Crazy Bald Head. Then he did. One of my all-time favorites, War. Same then here. he did No More Trouble, Zimbabwe, and because that was very timely at the time. Zion Train, No Woman, No Cry, Jamming, and Exodus. All right? Now, that was 14 songs he did. Great. And then he went for an encore, and he did Redemption Song, Coming In From The Cold, another one of my favorites, and Could You Be Loved. He came out for a second encore, and he did Is This Love Work? Nice little nugget for that one. Work. And then he ended the set with Get Up, Stand Up, the 20th song. Guys, oh. think about us being at that concert. Yeah. How yeah. fucked up we would be. Now, you, you know, like, I wouldn't make this to the end, but think about that fucking thing. Think about that concert. Like, dude, he's talking to us. Even to today, if you look at the playlist, you look at the number, he's talking to us today about this shit is bullshit. I'm He's only talking to us. I get goosebumps when I, whenever he comes out and he does the greetings in the yes. name of yes. <laughs> Majesty ever. You watch him and there's so many moments and, you know, you, you swear he's in a trance. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was like right. a shaman. He was like he's a like a shaman. He's like a shaman. Whenever I think of a shaman, I, th I think of I think of HR. HR is a shaman. No, I think of the right. I don't know. This guy played music. 
your fucking heads are standing up, your head straight up. I don't yeah, know how yeah. but I I have a fucking uh, flathead by the time he finishes singing. <laughs> but this guy's amazing. But let's, let's talk about what the fuck's going on right now. And whatever about Mardi Gras is like, it, it works with today. Absolutely. People it's, don't realize it's, that. It's more important today than it Marley's streams have shot through the roof during COVID. Yeah. My book sales are thankfully going up. I mean, Marley's message is as important now as it's ever been and people new generations are discovering him every day right every i believe day. even i believe even more so than it was yeah you know i don't but, know a more potent message than him. yeah it's no, like no, the it's fuck the it is dean you want to hear something how i met yeah. mike <laughs> so this motherfucker came to my bar and he took my telephone <laughs> and i talked to him and we built a relationship and I said, dude, I got a podcast. Can you do a little bit of rock and roll in this watch? And this is the way this relationship has been delivered. From up from he coming to work with me. I talked to him. This guy makes sense. We never smoked a big doobie, but he still makes sense to me. And we hanged out. And this is the way we became friends. Like, this is the world. It's getting smaller. As big as it is, the world's getting smaller. More people are learning the truth because there's a lot of people that are hidden. They don't want to know the truth. But, dude, we need to fucking expose this shit. The virus, everything. There's a few people that know what we're talking about. And people, but when you take the Bob Marley, he's talking about this shit now. Yeah. True. true, true. Yeah. true. I mean, you know, when he talks about Bab when, when Bob Marley's referencing Babylon, yeah. he's referencing the world. And the, New evils, York City. the evils of the world. And, New York City is New Babylon. <laughs> yeah, it, it always was, but it's worse now. You and know? LA. Yeah. Where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, LA, same shit. LA, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My question is what are the silver linings in the reality that we're dealing with here and there? Here the and silver there. linings. Well, let's talk about that set list, right? He comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 tw the, tw the 20 songs I read off. 11 yeah. of them have biblical quotations or what you call allusions to the Bible. Uh, yeah. Mainly it was natural mystic, then belly full, the heathen, runaway war, Zion train, jamming, exodus, redemption song, could you be loved, and get up, stand up. I want to talk about some of these, not all of them, just for the sake sure. of time. I'd love to talk about them all. But On this the, thing, the, we got unlimited time. Well, <laughs> it's plenty what we're going to get into. Extended topic. Extended I love it. topic. Extended topic. <laughs> the, fir the first, the first one I I, I got to get into is the heathen. All right. Okay, it's, kind a, it's kind of a it's kind of a an underrated Marley song. Maybe not one of his most popular off the mm -hmm. Exodus album. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, you called it. You kind of categorize it in the Pauline category, right? Well, yeah, I, I believe he's got a reference uh, to uh, Galatians in there. Yeah, when I was listening to it, and I was thinking of it in that context, I, I thought it was more, you know, maybe maybe more of like a, a wisdom type, okay? Oh, well, the two blur together all the time, yeah. right? What's that? The two blur together, right? But you're absolutely right because he's got a lot of proverbs in there, but they're exactly. not they're right. Not right. Now, he proverbs. refers to Babylon. The one mm -hmm. line that that he says a lot in the song is "the heathen back 
the wall, which means like put the heathen back upon the wall. That's yeah, John's got their back upon the wall. wall. Yeah, they're in right, trouble. Right. Yeah. Now, the word heathen is used 143 times in the Old Testament, according to. Well, you found that quote. That's a What's good that? one. That's right out of my book. It is. I read your book. <laughs> Three times. I, I love you, man. That's an ex-wife. That's terrible. Ex-wife is a heathen. <laughs> no comment. Right, right. Right now, some of the other lyrics say like, Rise up, fallen fighters, rise and take your stance again. To see who fight and run away, live to fight another day with the heat and back upon the wall. Okay, now that, and you know, this was in your book, and I, I, I want you to kind of maybe elaborate on a little bit because in Psalms 1849, uh, it says, Therefore, will I give the give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen. And sing praises unto thy name. Then in 1850, the next line, it says, Great deliverance giveth he to his king, and sheweth mercy to his anointed David, and to his seed forevermore. Now, there's two things I want to say with that. First of all, he's talking kind of about a victory, right? In that, in that line. When he says, live to fight another day. I'm saying Bob Marley, live to fight yeah. another day. So he's kind of talking about a victory against the heathen, right? Absolutely. And he's also referring to his strategic retreat from Jamaica, right? Yes. 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 Because that was after that was after exactly. he was shot. Exactly. But the other thing I noticed with that that Psalm verse, okay, 1850. It says and sheweth mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his seed forevermore. To me, that's Halle Selassie the first. Sure, and Jesus, yeah, okay. the lineage of Jesus, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a direct line when it says, to his anointed, to David, and to his seed forevermore. Halle Selassie is the seed of, uh, you know, the root of David, okay? So that's a, that's a prophetic song. I'm glad you like it. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. The other song I wanted to talk about a little bit is Running Away. Okay. Now, that hey, you, didn't, you didn't mention, though, that, that uh, the book in the Bible that uses the word heathen referring to Babylon the most is the book of Ezekiel. Yes. Oh, yes. You would like that, Ezekiel. Let's talk about that for a minute. We got I, thought, idea. I don't know how much he I thought my man would like that. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah listening. He, was the, he was the Hebrew priest that was taken uh, as a hostage. Yeah. Right. In 597, that's 10 years before Jerusalem was wiped out, there was already like hostages being taken away, right? So wow. while he was in Babylon, he was prophesying and uh, before and, and after the Jerusalem was destroyed by, by the Babylonians. Wow. Right. And, uh, so, yeah, he had a lot to say about Babylon, and, and he referred to them as heathen. So when Marley refers to Babylon as heathen, it, it's based on biblical precedent. Bob speaks, he's conversant in, in biblical, uh, the biblical mindset. In, in, in fact, like to him, there's no difference between that. In fact, he would read, you know, with the Bible in one hand and the, and the newspaper in the other, 
what was happening today was exactly what he saw in the Bible and vice versa. Exactly. Nothing new yeah. under the sun. Yeah. Nothing yet. Nothing, you know, nope. The old is new again, I guess, right? Nope. Nope. Let me ask yeah. you a question. You think it's, the book you wrote and stuff, you think it's the new book of Revelation? Because everything that's happening now is things that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah Revelation, Bob alludes to it. He never qu quotes it, interestingly enough, but he alludes to it in Natural Mystery. But he, re he referred to it so much about the end of times. And this oh, yeah. He has a well, story called Revelations, actually. Revelation reveals the truth. Yes. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah. Yeah. Read it in Revelation. You'll find your redemption. You'll find it. But what do you think with today's society and what's going on? Because you want a book that's like, holy shit. But you start reading it, and then you're like, Everything that you, everything that's in the book is happening now. That is true. Some say <laughs> a part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, don't want, I don't want to fulfill the book. <laughs> I don't either. But it's happening. It's, it's weird. But you know what? I wrote a book. Dude, are you bugging the fuck out with this shit? But that is the silver lining that Ezekiel asked about too, because it you know, like if you listen carefully, you will hear. Right. If you're attuned. Jock creation, right? God's creation, right? That's a wisdom consciousness, right? We're going to hear it coming. We're going to hear that first trumpet. And right. uh, we're, we're, you know, it's it's really, it's what Bob called Armageddon, right? But if we all get yeah. together, radical unity is going to solve this. That's where Bob's radical inclusivity of one love comes in. Because even though he was apocalyptic, he believed that through unity, we could conquer this, that it's not going to be you know, when the man comes, the son of man, there will be no more doom, right? Because yeah. the son of man is coming, but if we could all just get together, right? Yeah. That's D, the you're, talk D, you're talking about, and I can think is um, Johnny Cash with a man's come around, which to me, <laughs> I'm a Johnny Cash man. That's a great song. And I hear this song today. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like. Yeah, it's almost like he, another revelation. He's about well, Bob, Bob, it's uh, crazy. I don't know if you realized, Rob, is is that song is taken from the Book of Revelation. Oh yeah, of course. A lot. A, Johnny Cash talked yeah, about how he wrote it, you know, and he used the Book of Revelations as a reference, really? kind of way Bob would use the Bible. You have two guys. You got Johnny Cash in another place, and you got Bob Marley, and both of them are talking about the same shit. Kind of. Well, a lot of musicians have 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 used the, the Bible right as inspiration. A lot of them, yeah, and um, a lot of a lot of artists in general. There's there's a whole encyclopedia on that, the encyclopedia of the Bible, uh, and its reception. And I, I wrote the entry on Bob there, but there's entries on all kinds of artists in there. I mean, it, it's just fascinating. Yeah. Now I want to talk about running away for a second. Sure, I came it. out in 1978 on the Kaya album. And it's it's kind of like that's an album a lot of a lot of people don't really listen to as much. Yeah. Uh, I, I I love it. Uh, you know, in the whole spectrum of his of his albums, I find that people kind of listen to that one the least. That has misty morning. It, yeah, it has yeah. beautiful songs. I mean, he wrote. It's more of a, you know, it, the song actually. I mean, the album actually has the least amount of biblical references on it, right? But it's a great album. But but yeah. it's just it, it's not it's not a very militant album. Survival, the one after that, would be okay. And Exodus is is somewhat in between. So between I just I'm smart. Of, you, you I am just so happy that you've gotten all of this out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're gonna teach the today. course, man. I'm, you're gonna be teaching the course on this. Book. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to learn it all. Dude, let me tell you, Mike has teaching so much in the last year that I'm like, I'm an asshole. I drink. I party too much. I like cocaine. I like I smoke and weed. But Mike is a Mike is the only decent thing I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, Running Away is unique. I mean, it, it's like no other Marley song. It's confessional. Uh, just like you, Rob, confessing. It's very confessional. It's so personal, right? It, it's, I mean, it is. He, he's, he's saying, look at some of the lyrics. It says, it is better to live on the housetop than to live in a house full of confusion. So I made a decision and I left you. And now you're coming to tell me that I'm running away. But it's not yeah. true. I'm not running away. Now, that's the end of the song. That, I love that. That's a, I mean, that's something more personal, you know. Von Marty was a prophet. He was I, another prophet that didn't get the credit. He's right. He was a prophet that was, came here. Von Marty was a prophet. He shows the way, and people didn't listen to him. But he was talking he about to whatever people, the fuck. People, people did listen you to him. You know why he was the number one to make it? Because people was like, this guy got, this guy had a voice. People would listen yeah. to him. Like, even today, you can talk about, oh, reggae music? Oh, Bamari, Bamari. This guy opened the fucking door to people to be like, dude, let's listen to this guy. This guy's like revelation. This guy's like a prophet. The problem is he would never get the credit as a prophet, but he was a prophet. He gets it in some circles. Yeah, I mean, I believe he was, and, and you know, he's the, the, the biggest proponent for Rastafari in the world. He is ever. the biggest. Okay. There's nothing that's ever yeah. brought people to that spirituality and that liberty more than him. There's no, right? He talked about it. When people get that. together, yeah. have a good time. I, mean, I can't think of anybody or anything yeah. else. Worship his mother. He, he was a guy that. that was, he was a pioneer. Like you wrote the book. What do you think about, at the end of anything you wrote, was he a prophet or not? I think he was a coming prophet that the Bible don't talk about. But if you wrote a new Bible, Bahali will be in it. Well, to, to me, he was a wisdom teacher, and he taught me so much personally. Yeah. Um, you know, when my brother died, right, I, I, I went into the classroom of Bob Marley because I immersed myself. That's practically all I listened to for, for wow. like two decades. And uh, he taught me just so much about higher levels of consciousness, right, wisdom consciousness, attunement with with God's creation yes, and the importance of experience. You know, who feels it knows it, right? That That's in running that's, away. I love yeah. that. I love that. So right? that's a great saying. Yep. Yep. And um, we're, we're still on running away. So that proverb that he uses, it, it's, it's really amazing because he just sneaks it in at the end of the song. You know, Bob does that so often. He will <laughs> yeah. sneak in just sneak a in critical biblical reference right at the end of the song he just slides it in there and that's really the whole essence that do, you could do you, mind, do you mind if i read it here it's probably yes. yeah, yeah. it says it is better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house now that's he, right yeah now he changed, you know he took the woman part out he changed it to, it is better to live on the housetop than to live in a house full of confusion. But it means yeah. the same thing, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but he still has that female aspect because he tells Jamaica, but I left you. But Because right? he's talking to you. Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. I'm not running away. I left you. 
I love you. Yes, of course he does. The, the, the taxes, the they they yeah, tried to kill him. Yeah, they tried to kill him. He got shot. He got shot in Jamaica. He was heartbroken, so he had to leave her. Yeah. He had to leave Jamaica. And yeah, he, so his heart is broken. I never knew that way. But yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's what he was talking that's about. That's what he was talking about. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah, he's yeah. talking to Jamaica like directly. Hey, Dean, I got a question for you. What got you the whole Rastafarian Because you look like a guy that I would never think you would listen to that, but you'll listen to it. Not only that, you wrote a book. What the fuck got you into this? Oh, my brother got me into it, man. That, he he was listening to Bob all the time. Like that's all he listened to. And uh, and again, it comes back to that road trip to Vermont, you know, and discussing and dissecting the lyrics and trying to find the answers to all the questions they ask. <laughs> right, right, right. You probably went there like, oh, it's my brother. I'm gonna keep it. And guess what? You became the prophet. You're writing this shit down. It, it it all just came into to it fell into place. I mean, so much came into place after after my brother's untimely death. He was only sixteen years old. You know, wow. so much actually, so much good stuff actually ended up coming out of it in the long run. You yeah. know, yeah. in retrospect, when you look back, right? Um, not just this book, but but so many things. You know, the laws were changed in Connecticut. You know, there was an underage drunk driver that was yeah. involved, in, and and you know. The zero tolerance law was passed because you know if you're underage you shouldn't have any alcohol in your blood lots of things like that came out of it and it's because we decided to persevere as marley did he yeah. teaches perseverance you know when he was in new york right uh for his madison square garden shows and then you know central park he collapses two days later he's in pittsburgh the concert we're talking about he spoke with gil noble in an interview in new york i've in seen September. that that was a, that was a show. That was a show called uh, That's like the it way is. it is. Like, like, like it, it is. Like it is. Like it used to it. be on Sunday mornings. I remember that show. And so Gil Noble asks him point blank. He's like, so what? What do you think is 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 so important about you know Bob Marley? You know to people in the world. And he goes, Bob goes, well, I, I think it's what Bob Marley stands for. I like how he yeah. uses the third person. Right. And Gil Noble says, well, what is that? And Bob says the truth, like right away. Like the he truth. doesn't even have to yep. think. And then he goes, and the determination to survive and stay alive. He really wanted to live and keep going with this message, right? He that's why he persevered and pushed on through to Pittsburgh. You know, he wanted to keep going. Yeah, yeah. You know, keep going. And, and I just wanna I wanna yeah. go back a second yeah. to what you talked yeah. about in the beginning. Yeah. Because it's an important Rastafari tenet, really. Okay. Yeah. Is we're not concerned with the afterlife. That was that's, that's right. something that right. you know the, the the major churches push on everybody. You know, right. like this doesn't matter now. What matters is the afterlife. I don't I don't believe that. Like Bob didn't believe it. Okay, well, I don't I believe that you're supposed to live your life now to the fullest. Uh, praise Jah, of course, for every day, ten times a day that you're here. Okay, give thanks but and praise. What happens after? is not as important because what you do here and how you affect people's lives and and how you live your life yes sir yes sir. okay yeah. I, anything after that after you die i i leave that in the hands of god that's yeah. that's that is not that's not i can't i don't have control over that that's but, right you know but when i'm here i'm going to try to yeah, you make people that. happy make myself happy okay but i have the control exactly so, so Dave, the I gotta ask you a question because 
what the hell got you? Like, I know you've been, we've been talking. What was the one thing? Was it your brother got you the roster ferry? Or did you just see this and your brother died that you took it up? You know, I, I often wonder. you got you into it? I often wonder if my if my if my brother lived like he would have been one of the first white Rastas, you know, because he was already growing his hair out like <laughs> thanks to COVID, right? But uh, he had he had more of the the, the kinky Southern Italian hair than, than I do. I've got more of this guy. It's better for dreadlocks. Totally. Well, my brother would have had dreads. Yeah, yeah. he I'm was growing it out. He was, he was so it. into it. What's that? Yeah. Uh, so Zeke said, "What? What day? What, what, the one day your brother died." Zeke just wanted to know. August fourth, nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. Wow. We were growing our wow. lives since nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys were, were early, early times. But when I, I say seventy two, I'm an author. One of the first I'm in the suburbs. Like oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and him are about the same age. He's sixty eight. I'm sixty nine. So handsome and young. Uh, any girls want to take advantage to me? <laughs> no way. You got to record. You're not 69 years old. You were born in 69. 69, right? I was born in 72. That's 60. These guys fucked. All right. One other song. Uh, no, actually, but indeed. Uh, yeah. The thing with your brother. What? What was the whole thing? Roster thing with you? Like, I want to know. Like, what made you write a book like this? Why is it your brother? To me, Bob's message transcends creed, right? It transcends Rasta, Christian, whatever. It transcends every. It transcends secular, sacred. It transcends black, white. It transcends country, city. Bob transcends yeah. everything. So it was really just about, okay, Bob's music got us through that tough time. What yeah. was it about the message? That's what sent me off to dig and figure out what was it. And then I'm realizing, wow, a lot of what he's talking about makes, it's makes sense out of the pages of scripture it makes yes. sense and he's putting his own spin on it because bob is 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 a brilliant i believe interpreter you know yes. uh some have called him a lyrical genius which i also agree with uh, uh, I agree. Yep. but i believe i think i'm the first that came forth with it is that this man is actually a very astute interpreter of the biblical texts yeah you know and, and he's there's, no there's, there's, there's no doubt there's no doubt your yeah. book, 150 pages, 170 pages, just describes oh, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Let me ask you about the song Exodus. Exodus. All right. One song. of the most popular Bob Marley songs. That's a great song. He's he's talking about obviously the biblical Exodus in a way. Yes. Okay. Uh, but he's also talking about getting out of Babylon, leaving Babylon, and going to a promised land. Right. That's the lyric. Okay, and how, you know, do you feel that's more of like, did he directly quote anything specifically, or is it more of an illusion? I think it's both, right? Well, there's no, there are no quotes other than Exodus is a book in the Bible, yeah. but he he's really relying a lot on Second Isaiah, who wrote during the Babylon Babylonian captivity about fleeing Babylon, yeah. right? Redemption from Babylon. Yes. So that's really what the song is about. Um, unlike the actual biblical Exodus, which is about getting out of Egypt, this is really about getting out of Babylon. Babylon. And what's brilliant about it, and he closes the set, as you mentioned earlier with this. So he opens with Natural Mystic, just like uh, the Exodus album does. And he closes with Exodus, which is also the closing track on side one of Exodus. Side one of Exodus is really about spiritual warfare, when you think about it. And right. then side two, is about spiritual love. It ends in one love, right? 
So in, in Exodus, it's another one of his, his brilliant songs where he's doing so much with it. I mean, he's referencing a Rasta hymn. Actually, he quotes the Rasta hymn. Jock come to break down oppression, rule equality, yes. wipe away transgression, and set the captives free. That is a hymn that was documented in the very first study of Rastafari in 1953. Jamaicans used to put the Rastas, you know, they, they were marginalized and they were just considered like the black heart yeah, they, they, they treated them badly. They were, they were ostracized from society. So not until the 50s and 60s did some scholars say, you know what, we should study these guys. So sociologists went and studied, and that was the first sociological study, and verbatim they documented that hymn. I, I found it like in some obscure tome somewhere as I was doing my research. I've and, heard I was blown and I was like, wow, Bob is totally using this, you know, ancient Rasta hymn, you know? Very yeah, cool. That's, I mean, it was yeah. amazing how that's he would, amazing. you know, get all this stuff in, into one, how to, how to make it into a song. I have no but idea. You know what else he's doing? This is what I love about it. So he's writing this in London after he was shot, they tried to kill him in that political fiasco. Yeah. And so the Manly, right, the, the, the PNP leader, his 1976 campaign slogan, you want to know what it was? What was it? We know where we're going. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. He appropriates Babylon's slogan, their empty slogan. Remember his song, We Don't Need No Slogans No More? That came out after he died. Yeah. He, wow slogans. He thought that it was just such bullshit, right? Because this is just empty promises of a politician. Totally, never yeah. trust a politician, he would say. Never make a politician grant you a favor. He will always want you to, to control you forever, is what he and said. That's right? it. They're always want to control you. And okay. so he appropriates, we know where we're going, and then he at, he brings it to the spiritual domain. We're leaving Babylon. We're going to our father's land. Going he, to our he, father's he, land, yep. yep. That's the real mission we're on. Right, so he, Not to, he took he took a, a meaningless slogan, an empty slogan, yeah, turned it and turned it into something beautiful in the lyrics. And you know, he is mimicking paint Saint Paul here because Saint Paul did that with the Romans. That's right, the Pax, the Pax Romana, the Roman, Pax, yeah, they called it, yeah, right, yep. which is you know they're basically you know they, 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 it was a, you know, a Roman peace. They thought it was peace. I'm sure it was peace. And Bob quotes Paul, you know, when they say it's peace and safety, a sudden destruction will come yeah. upon right? Wow. Wow. That's, that's, again, the son of man. That is the retribution against the wicked, wow. against the heathen. So you have to really know, you got to know where you're aligned, right? You got, are you aligned with Jah? Are you, do you have wisdom consciousness? Are you about radical unity? Or are you about division and, and, and isms and schisms and dividing humanity? And yes. breaking our, our, our foundational relationship with the Almighty, which is what the Babylon system does. They yes. try to take that away from us, brainwash education to make us the fools. Keep right? us divided. That's what Keep they do. Divided. Keep us divided. Kind of like kind of kind of like the media today. Divide and conquer. Big time, more than ever. Right, right. The last song I want to talk to you about is Redemption Song. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> Just I mean, that. Beautiful song. Again, if you hang around for a while, we have 
Ezekiel, he's gonna play some song. Ezekiel's for us. gonna play redemption oh, songs. Uh, that's fantastic. Okay. I've got the evening yeah. now coming. But before, before he plays it, Dean. What what are the what are the biblical <laughs> relations to that? Allusions or quotations? Well, first of all, how about he comes out for the encore yeah, in Pittsburgh and he starts the encore with redemption song. First and when, encore. And he does like a little bit of humor, humorous misdirection. You know, this little song is called Old Pirate. Yeah. You know, redemption song. I yeah, love yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a personal touch, right? Totally. And then he's quoting a, a Genesis 49 here with, uh, you know, he, put, he identifies with Joseph. So you got to remember, Bob Marley joined the 12 tribes community of Rastafari. Yes. And they give you a, a name, just like, you know, in certain, like, uh, Christian denominations, we get, like, a, a confirmational name, for example. Well, his name was Joseph uh, in the 12 tribes, yes. and he really identified with Joseph. And that's that really comes through in this song because... Um, the, the biblical passage is that the arms of Joseph's hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. But Bob says, my hand was made strong by the hand of Almighty. It's his hand. He, Bob as Joseph was made strong by the hands of the Almighty. And it's just a, be a beautiful thing. And he's also referencing uh, Jesus's lament yeah, over Jerusalem. You know how you know how long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Right. Well, he, that's he, they killed our prophets now by shutting down the bars. These motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not only is he talking about Jesus, he's talking about Haile Selassie. Oh, you could, you know, when you're when you're looking at Rasta uh, uh, texts and, and Rasta lyrics, um, you could almost substitute one for the other. So, Dave, we got Ezekiel. He's going to uh, play a song with us. You want to hang out with us? He's going to play a great song. This guy's a great musician. Is this song with us? He's been rehearsing for this right here. He's got his guitar here at the bunker. I call my nice. because I'm hiding from everybody. And now this bunker is where is it in Brooklyn? No, Lower East Side. Lower East Side. All right. right. If you nice. ever come here, you want to do a live show? Uh, talk to Mike. We got fifty thousand this year. People like us, but we're not the norm. We're totally opposite of the norm. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I didn't rehearse for this song. I know the song. Well, you know it's my heart. But yeah, we He's played that song right now. Enjoy it. This guy's a great musician. Every reggae musician knows about, of course. about uh, maybe all of Bob's songs, you know. Yes. Um, okay. So. Uh, Can you hear it? Yes. So you guys got to remind me. It's right. Oh, pirates. Yes. Bye-bye. Sold back to the merchant ships Minutes after they took die From the bottomless pit But my hand was made strong By the hand of the Almighty We forwarded this generation Triumphantly won't you help to say these songs of freedom? It's all I ever am. 
hands. Redemption songs. These songs of freedom. It's all that I am. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None of ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for atomic energy. None of them can stop a design. How long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Some seeds, just a part of it. We got to fulfill the book. Won't you love to sing these songs of freedom? It's all, all, I, all I ever had. Redemption song. Songs of freedom. It's all that I hate. You know what's so interesting? When I'm listening to the song list, just about every song we know. What's the first song? Natural Mystic. Natural Mystic, yes. <laughs> Dean, you're hearing this, right, brother? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. We're having a good time tonight, man. <laughs> Absolutely. If you listen carefully, hey, you will hear. This could be the first trumpet, might as well be the last. Many more will have to suffer, many more will have to die. Don't ask me why. Things are not the way they used to be. Woo! Don't tell no lies. You see, one and all have yeah. to face reality. Yeah. Come on, dude. What's the next one? What's the next one? Oh, next one is. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. belly full. Are you enjoying this? How great is this? Hell yeah. Time. Dude, thank you for inviting me into the bunker. No, actually, you know what? It's, it's, it's positive. Let me tell you. I've got to autograph copy of your book, and I'll put it on. We're going to hang out. When you're in New York, come see us. Oh, absolutely. It's not a matter of if, but when. <laughs> well, if you wake up Woo. and you quarrel every day, oh, quarrel every day, the devil, I say. What's the next one? You know, next lyric, burning and loot. No, no, it's a new time, yeah, it's a new feeling, it's a New, oh, what a new day. Woo. Are we picking up? Yeah. Are we picking up? Yeah. Woo. 
Jala. Even Dean is grooving. Jala. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Oh, Jala. Yeah. Woo. Jala. Protect us. Woo. Yeah. Rasta vibration. Is a positive, positive iration. Yeah, man, we know all these Bob songs. <laughs> Amazing. So, so Dave, let me tell you a thing. We're closing the show out. What is that you want to tell people that can, can remember about you, your book, and your legacy? Because you're fucking awesome, Lou. Oh, man, thank you. Guys, thank you so much. I, I got to say, and... and and Mike, you know, having found my book and reaching out to me and everything, it was that was just fantastic. Um, and, and and Ezekiel, man, that was so great because that reminds me of, you know, when when you got that. That's resistance and redemption in music form because it's against the man. It's the upbeat, right? It's resisting against standard Western four four time because they're coming up with with the upbeat, right? That's right. And, and that that's a form of resistance, right? Because before that, it was just like, you know, standard, you know. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, it was more of a standard yeah. beat or whatever, but th that's totally resistance, yeah. right? It, it, it reminds me, I want to say that um, we love all Bob songs. I don't want to say that we, before I said we know all Bob songs, but that's not the truth. The truth is we love all Bob songs. We love them, and who feels it knows it. Who feels, yeah. who feels and knows it, right? So you know them because it's experiential. That is the that is the one thing. That's one of the big takeaways about Bob that that I love. That and and no one is beyond redemption. No one. And that no is one. everybody should be redeemed. Okay. You know? So I just want to close out with make sure we mention the title of the book again. Everybody's got to buy this. The Bible and Bob Marley: Half the Story Has Never Been Told by Dean McNeil. <laughs> Dean. Dean, I'm gonna get my autograph. Of course, I, I got it on Amazon. That's probably the best place to get it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best place. Okay, okay. So, thank you so much, Dean, for coming on. And oh, anytime welcome. you want to come back, if you got anything new to talk about, I mean, you have anything you're working on any, a book now? Anything? Yeah, well, I've got something coming out shortly uh, down in the University of the West Indies. Um, it's, uh, it's actually uh, focused on an early period of Bob between 66 and 1970. And, uh, it's part of a compendium, uh, or a volume there, uh, uh -huh. an academic journal. So that's coming out and, um, that's coming out pretty soon. So I'll, I'll give you a ring when that's out. Maybe we'll do something for that. Hey, we'll Dean, talk about it. Dean, call Mike. We will totally give you a huge shout out. You're part of the Lumped Up family now. Now you got to Oh, get thank you so much. You're <laughs> Lumped Up, baby. <laughs> baby. All right. That's all we need. But, dude, thank you. You were a wonderful guest. I think one we're going to have uh, Ezekiel play one or two more songs. But thank yeah. you for being on the show. Thank you for all the information, the knowledge. Because, dude, you're one love. And we love you. One love. Yes, sir. 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 Yes, sir
One more song. 
you got it. You one more song. Yeah, man, for sure. I was thinking uh, maybe like a Bob song. Because if you do a Bob song, we've been yeah. here. We've been hanging up. Bob songs, but this I just is, Bob songs this is, like. Let's see. Uh, you got to do a show that Let's everybody see, uh, loves because right now you're on the road, motherfucker. Oh, you're uh, doing your thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did that thing hit you? Do you like any of that shit? But actually, um, I want to think I want to do ding 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 ding. This guy's the best. I love this fucking. I woke up in the curfew. Ooh, oh my god, we get some deep shit now. I was a prisoner to could not recognize the faces standing over me. They were all dressed in uniforms of brutality. Brutality. Yes, how many rivers must we cross before we get our chance to speak to the boss? It seems like all that we gained, we lost. But now we are willing to pay. How did that how does go? Now we are willing to pay the cost. Something like that. It's gonna be burned and looting tonight. It's gonna be burning and looting tonight. Woo! Let's do one more song, exclusive, mm-hmm. for people that don't listen to us, but this is going to be an I'll play, exclusive. I'll play, I'll play one I've been working on lately. Play something that you're working on, nobody yeah. heard, that's yeah, yeah. better yeah, yeah. exclusive here. I got an original for you. I can uh, uh, yeah, we're getting an original. Okay. Ezekiel? So we Mike got Baker? Rob Rossi? What's here? So we got...
is violent, and I don't like that. The music carries the message, and the message in the music is violent. And I don't like that. You keep your word, and you keep your crown. When the job opens them doors, no one can shut you down. down. The city of Philadelphia, no synagogue of Satan. The city of Philadelphia got the keys to David. The city of Philadelphia, no synagogue of Satan. The city of Philadelphia. Brotherly love I'm feeling this morning. The sisterly love I know it's dawning. Children are angels, but they're listening to violence. The music carries the message, and the mantra in the music is violence. Woo! Yeah! You keep your word, and you keep your crown. When Jah opens them doors, no one will shut you down. Yeah! Come on, let's go! Yeah, on the city of Woo! Philadelphia, no synagogue of Satan. The city of Philadelphia got the keys to David. Yeah! The city of Philadelphia, no synagogue of Satan. Keep going, baby! Philadelphia, yeah. Got the keys to David. Oh, yeah, we're taking a little progress tonight! Keys to David. Oh, yeah. David. In the line comes the lion of Judah. For our fans, I can go all night once I get I need one more exclusive. One more. We're feeling good. Let's see. No, you are outstanding tonight. You're playing like a fucking badass motherfucker. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's keep it going. Let's do an HR song. Ooh, HR exclusive, motherfuckers. I love, I love, I love, I love, Walking down Babylon Lane. I put you guys in there. Trying to live my life in peace. You might have to move a little bit more. They say they're not my brothers Trying to make I feel shame But I, I love 
try not to let me feel that way but I I love my job I got to keep my clear Judge me by my clothes. Oh no, she doesn't. Only to learn. Not everyone the same. I don't have my clothes. But it's cold outside. <laughs> I don't fuss for fun. Oh yeah. I'm just cool that way. Woo! Yeah! Yeah, baby. I know her. She's from down the block. They try to tell me not to be that way. Don't be that way. Yeah. I, I love my job. Yeah. I gotta keep my PMA. PMA. You know what? Ezekiel, I hate to be that asshole. I need one more song. <laughs> one more song! <laughs> Mike, one more song. This is for, this is after the show. This is the after party. And we got the great Ezekiel singing. That's for us, to you, we love you. We see you next time. Thumbs up. <laughs> Dealing in infinite. 
Can I bless you with one of these yeah, slumped up bats? Yeah, absolutely. Just Not too many it. people have it. Just hang it on the guitar. Right, hang it on the guitar. But I also want you to play one more yeah, song. Because yeah, 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 yeah. you're doing such a great job. Hang it on here, right there. Because yeah. I love you, brother. I love you too. This guy, let me tell you. Ezekiel <laughs> thought he made me like, we hang out. Ezekiel's one of the best people you want to invite to the party. He's like a blessed soul. He's like a force of energy. He plays the guitar. I love this motherfucker. And I'm not gay, but I love this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. Men can love each other. Yes, you can. Yeah. Um, this is an HR song. Ooh, we, wrote HR it, song. we actually wrote it together. Okay. So it's on the new record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a record. Give I have a Saturday. Give thanks. <laughs> It's called Sing. Yeah, the album's called uh, Give Thanks. Yeah, this oh, one, Give Thanks. This particular song. This is executive. This is like a um, special, from guys. Seeing from within. Okay. Yeah. Seeing from within and knowing from without. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Seeing from within and knowing from without. Seeing from within and knowing from without. Seeing from within. Seeing from within. Oh, yeah. Because I want to move into like. Uh, 
You know, see, I broke my wrist and then my Remember, shoulder. I, he was skateboarding. But Dean, yeah. you got a great laptop mask. I love it. <laughs> I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful so for you guys. Let, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir, Can yes, you sir. do one more yeah, song yeah, and then yeah. we got to cut Because I'm going to make these little episodes. It's cool. And we're going to introduce you. Okay. You're the fucking man. And we'll just, you know, we'll put it on the show. No, you don't understand. We'll keep in touch. Like, I got, I love you. I got my respect for you. You know how much respect. And for you sitting here, playing your fucking guitar, dude. It's fucking See, I know, what I know about you that's so nice for me is that I know that in the past, it wasn't easy for you. But you found happiness. I always, I told him that. Yeah, it's very true. Like me, when I met, I said. I'm going through right now a painful time because I have a son who has been, you know, I, I was addicted to opioids for 10, 12 years of my life, yeah. and it affected my son. And um, now he's going through a hard time, and I really pray for him, too. But you know what? I'll pray for him. I believe yeah. in you. I, I believe that your son will become this. I yeah, think you would save your family. Because so. you are such a... I pray so. You're a beautiful energy, I'm bro. far from him. They live in California. No, but again, you're such a beautiful I energy. Feel, yeah. Like, you're Thank positive. You. Like, you're mm -hmm. so positive. Yeah. Your music is so good. But Give thanks. Give thanks. When you look at you, you, you got to be positive. Yeah, true, true. No, I'm serious. People There's no bullshit. Yeah. Like, I listen to you. I might be a horrible day. I listen to you, I feel better. Yeah. And I don't say that because I, that that. I hate people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I get what you mean. And no, you saw me today. I was at my words. I, a guy gave me such horrible energy. Yeah. And Mike saw me. I said, dude, I'm about to fucking kill you. Right. No, I didn't even yeah, I was right. very vicious. There's a lot of um. And Mike calm me down there's Mike a, tell me but Mike do you calm me down or what I was yeah, so pissed of off well I think that there's a and lot like, of pain dude, you, think in about society and people and so they don't know how to express themselves so they express themselves with anger yeah. but it's sadness it's not, going it's not really about to piss me off I'm but, the nicest guy yeah, in the world you know, to piss me right, off. Well, you gotta problem, be a real asshole. Right, but. the problem is, is there's friendly fire, and we don't realize that. There's yeah. collateral damage. Oh, and that, side, and yeah. you're, you're just collateral damage. It's his own thing. No, but Mike it was there. It wasn't, but it wasn't your fault. He, it was his own shit. Oh, he, he was his own problem. Yeah. No, but Mike, what yeah, did I probably, tell you? He's probably what did I say to you? I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. He's probably a sad, insecure guy. And he came like I'm not a funny guy, but I'm also not no. a pussy. If I need no. to defend you, myself, you, I you, you didn't myself. do anything wrong. We all, we all want to... Actually, let me just say this. But this we all crazy. feel fear. But when the time comes, if you ever know... If you've you been, in a, if you've been, if you've been a, in a car crash or a fight, you notice yeah. that time slows down yeah. and nothing hurts. Nothing That's hurts. God. Yeah. That's when God comes. Right. So God, So we don't know if we're tough or not tough. We just know what's important is just to be righteous, to be in the right. Because when the time comes, Jah will protect you. Yes, yes. I love that. I freaking love that, man. That's very true. We, I love that. Let's see. Let me see. Maybe if I have an original. You know, I I have a lot of songs that I've written over the years, and and you know to in my cattle my head cattle. Dude, what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put songs like once a yeah, week of you I'm gonna nice, do this nice. and I'll give I'll you a much a... different song okay. this song I wrote when I was 23 years old I'm 52 now so I'm very handsome I'm 47 let's see this is a lot of lyrics <laughs> it is a reggae song it's a lot of lyrics and it's okay. my do what you gotta do baby yeah, this is unlimited right now cool. for you this is exclusive let's see if I can remember all the lyrics but the song is called The Totality of Sexuality because at the time I never had sex with that woman at the time there was so <laughs> much confusion I thought I thought the thing that was most um, kind of like 
confusing for people was sexuality. So I wrote this song called The Totality of Sexuality. Oh, that's a good song. forgetting good. about the orgasm. I will have it read <laughs> the during your song. Yeah, of course. The constant controversy explains to you and me the strong, strong power right. of sexuality, right? The constant controversy. Right. It's a song that when I was playing a lot, people liked it. They always because they always want to hear about things like that. But actually, you know, it's I, I haven't played in a long time. Let's see what it let's see what it brings up. Let's see this. I haven't done this maybe in like maybe ten years. Wow. You know, and I haven't played it at a sh at a concert hall in maybe um Half my life, 25 years wow. ago. But you know what? Your voice needs to be heard. You got a sweet, beautiful voice, and people need to hear it. Okay, well. Do your thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play the song. Right. This song is called The Totality of But I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> drink up, drink up. There's a good song to drink up to. I think there's a yeah. good song. So here we go. Well, it could bring this young man straight down to his knees. Sell his favorite acoustic guitar just to get what he needs. Well, who is this? What can this nonsense be? Some say it's the creator of life sacrificing dignity. And media won't hesitate to put it all over TV. But religious people, they don't think that that's funny. They say suffocated and let that be your key to living your life in peace and harmony. But the constant controversy explains to you and me the strong, strong power of sexuality. Yeah. It's got the whole wide world up in our arms Countries fighting countries just because of their ding-dongs It's ignorance of the highest degree And bigger equals better, that's the philosophy And uh, sex and money, they go hand in hand I know a plastic surgeon who's a very rich man His models he like to be beautiful Like a maid I'm on a trunk Well you can pay month a month or one large clump Cause we are past the age of dreams that can't come true Cause now you can do it yourself using lasers and super glue Well who is this? What can this be? You gotta begin if you get sexuality And the constant controversy explains to you and me The strong, strong power of sex If you always ask what about the orgasm? The chasm of desire The reason why people step on you just to get a little higher In search of the eternal peak is what all us humans seek I hear wannabe jiggles on the street saying But Zeke all I need is a fine motherfucking freak Well is that what it's all about? Well I'm not gonna scream or shout But a sexual trend took me straight into the deep end With a little coke and a little smoke yeah. It really was no joke I was thinking I was a saint But my vibration was so faint Well, I never okay. wanted this My brother or my sis I'm just looking for my humble little piece of the bliss It's respect, that's what we want Reject, that's what we get Well, any true detective would be in effect Looking for perfection in any direction Using the gift of his introspection To get out of the physical perfection Called orgasm It's a chemical reaction Feeling so good is the strength of his attraction well, a feel-good feeling must be stronger than hell Cause I found myself on the weight and I gotta take the person on the smell Well, 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 I was high and now I fell You see, time, 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 and we'll always tell That orgasm is the final frontier Whether it's macro or micro Ooh, Like Madonna says, she can take you there <laughs> You know what's interesting? I haven't played this song in 25 years Now, it says, it says, um about the Ivanka Trump thing. I heard you say Ooh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, let's it's, do it. Let's it see says, it. Uh, it's what it says. So it goes, it goes, uh, let's see. Model like Ivanka. It goes, if you want to be beautiful like I made Ivana, Ivanka Trump, you can pay month to month or in one large clump. Thank God. You're past the age of dreams that can't come true. Because now you can do it yourself using lasers and super glue. That was 25 years ago. I just, I just wow. thought that. Wow. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's the totality of sexuality. Great song, man. Thank you. Rastafari, Rastafari. In the name of His Imperial Majesty, Ailei Selassie, ever living, ever faithful, ever oh, sure. sure. I'm gonna let Ezekiel if he got one more song, yeah, man, the last right. song. Many this is right. the last song. Many one more right. song that I can put out on the interweb okay, how about this to one? promote you. This is an HR Wait, song. Like, one okay. more song. Here's an HR song. That's right. Cool. No, I'm gonna separate them, but I cut the video. Mike's gonna sing in this song. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's called Our Lord's Prayer. Let me tell you, do you want to do one more yeah, before we close it out? Do you want one more? Yeah, let's one more close We got Zeke right here. Let's do let's, something. Let's, let's do listen a, to it. Let's do an original. Let me, uh, let me me and Mike are alcoholic. We're going to fix this thing so good that nobody would know the tight team chat. Let's see what you got. How good is this show? This is great. This is what we want. This is. We got Zeke. Zeke, if you don't take that fucking guitar, I'm going to start sounding like my body if I have <laughs> let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yes. How about this one? How about this one? I would be born in I 
Ethiopia. Oh yeah, there we go. To reveal the seven seals. And he was crowned the king of kings. And the Lord of lords. The conquering light of Judah. Good. All right, yeah, man. I had a good time, man. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for the incredible Thank show. Oh, let me stop this. These are. Uh...